The federal government interacts with millions of people each day, providing vital services during some of the most critical moments in people's lives. Too often, however, people must navigate a tangled web of government websites, offices, and phone numbers to assess the services they depend on. Recent guidance from the federal government aims to change that. The Biden-Harris administration's management agenda vision and the executive order on transforming federal customer experience, both launched in late 2021, aim to improve how government interacts with citizens. On today's episode of Transforming Government Experience, we'll discuss what it takes to improve citizen experiences and the extraordinary impact it can have throughout one's lifetime. I'm James Hansen, and joining me to discuss this are two executives from ServiceNow, Chris Dilley, Field Chief Technology Officer for State and Local Government, and Jonathan Albaum, Federal Chief Technology Officer. Thank you both for joining me. Thanks, James. Let's get started. According to recent statistics, less than half of the U.S. population trusts its government. How can improving government services help to bolster their trust? Jonathan, let's start with you. I think that's a really great question and a great way to kick off our conversation because you build trust in drops but you can lose it in buckets. And the drops in this analogy are all the individual interactions you have with government. And the more positive those interactions are, whether it's something like filing your taxes or calling a government agency to request information about a program or applying for a program, looking up information about yourself, whatever those little things are, they all leave a little mark. And hopefully it's a good mark and it's a good memory. And we are striving routinely at ServiceNow to have great experiences and all of the interactions that the public has with the government agencies where we work. Those little interactions build up over time. And if you have good experiences, you begin to think about those agencies in a different light. And that really begins to build trust in my experience. And there's often a, I call it sort of a time tax that we all pay when we're trying to deal with the government and it's not easy. It's not simple to know where to go to get a service that you need. And those sort of points of friction, those are the things that people remember. And those are the things that can really erode trust. And they can do it very quickly, especially in those critical moments that you're describing, James, where you really need help. You really need care. You really need to have someone in your corner. And if instead of getting the care or help or program or benefit that you need, you get the friction that comes with trying to find the right person to talk to and being pushed around from one agency to the other, you're really going to remember that. And you're going to have some really bad feelings about government. And I would add to that in our personal lives, in our commercial lives, how we interact with the different businesses we have a choice. And if it's a bad experience, we're not going to go back to that business. Whether it's a bad in-person experience or it's a bad mobile or online experience, we're probably going to find something else that's more appealing 
and that provides the needs that we want. In the government, we don't have, our citizens don't have those choices. So a lot of times they have to accept that. And I think that's what the paradigm we're trying to shift, the paradigm that at ServiceNow, we're helping our governments change some of those expectations so they can build confidence. Not everybody interacts with the government on a daily basis, but back to Jonathan's point, those moments that matter when they need services, when they need benefits, when they need some of those things that the government can provide, you know, why can't it be a great experience? Why can't it drive and start to build momentum and build trust and build confidence in how the government is utilizing the resources that they have to better serve the citizens? What Chris is saying brings me back to this idea of a people-centric approach to how we think about government and how we run programs, how we build systems and utilize technologies. And too often it was, and historically, I think kind of an inside out approach where I thought about, and this was true of me when I was in government, I thought about the way the programs I was responsible for needed data or how they operated. And we built systems to support how the agency operated as opposed to more of an outside in approach, thinking about the people that, and it always comes back to people, the people that use government or use programs that might cut across agencies or having a life event that cuts across agencies, what do they need and design around what they need? And taking that human-centered approach has been a really important change in the way we think about design and think about government. And that's a real important part of the executive order and the president's management agenda. Diving a little bit deeper on that executive order, obviously the PMA, it's a priority. The pandemic and certain natural disasters have exasperated the need for citizens to engage and get services that they need at times of crisis. Chris, how is the administration looking to tackle poor customer experiences? What are its major points of focus? What technologies can help to make this transformation a reality? And how are ServiceNow's tools uniquely equipped to do so? For one, just from a pure volume during COVID, a lot of it was around unemployment insurance because they were just throttled with those requests and they weren't prepared to handle those. So they're looking at those, what are those high volume, those high touch, those repeatable services that citizens have to engage with? And how do we look at making those digital? How do we look at those just more streamlined, more effective, whether it's through self-service, whether it's through mobile capabilities to web capabilities, and then through better call center experiences. They're trying to look at some of those that they can drive more efficiency. So in enterprise, just from a call center perspective or from a customer engagement perspective, if it's a poor experience, they're going to come back two to two and a half times because they're not getting the right answer. They're not sure if they got what they needed. In government, it's actually a three plus. So imagine if you have a hundred people that are trying to get the answers and it's not an efficient experience, that they're coming back two, three times, that just floods that pipeline, floods that bandwidth. And so it's really just providing a very poor experience for all those that are trying to get those services. So they're really trying to look at where are those things that they can drive, they can optimize, they can use technology, they can use better capabilities to make that experience better. So it allows you to allocate more resources to those high touch, those more complex cases. If the simple ones we can address through technology, through self-service means, through mobile capabilities, we can really automate, we can streamline, we provide that. Chris makes some good points. And those moments that he's describing, the moments that matter, we used that term before, collectively over your lifetime with interacting with different agencies, those are really important moments and opportunities for us to show that government can work. We want to be focused on improving as many of those as we can. And 
Chris talked about unemployment insurance. That was a really big deal for a lot of people all over the country. And, you know, it's unfortunate that it mattered what state you lived in when you became unemployed during COVID as to what your experience was like. It should be more consistent and we should have more standardized approaches, even though these are operated state by state in some cases, but similar expectations about what it's going to be like and build around those expectations from the outside in again. So we had the tools in place. It's not a question of do we know how to do it because we know how to do it. We see private sector businesses do this pretty frequently. It's applying those same skills and mentality into government using tools like ServiceNow to support those comprehensive transactions that cut across agencies or programs, but beginning with the intention to change the way people interact with their government, making it simpler and cutting down the bureaucracy. So I go one place and I can get what I need as opposed to be responsible as the person needing help to figure out what the programs are and how I get to all of them. It shouldn't be that hard. It doesn't have to be that hard. It's just about, again, the intention of changing the construct to make it easy. That's what we're all about. So Jonathan, let's talk a little bit about those tools and technologies. You both talked about the different channels in which citizens can interact with agencies, whether it was formerly offices that they could go into, whether it's online digital experiences through a website, whether it's a call center. Can you talk a little bit more about the tools and technologies that can really transform the customer experiences? James, another great question again. In my experience at ServiceNow, but as a CIO in the federal government, the person who built systems and ran IT operations, but really trying to think about how we serve the citizen, serve the customers of the agency, it always comes back to really understanding what's your agency trying to accomplish through these programs and the people that use them, what is their experience like? What's that journey like as they try and perform a task? Maybe it's applying for unemployment insurance, or maybe it's applying for SNAP or applying for another program. Well, where's that person when they're doing it? Kind of trying to meet them where they are and thinking about their experience. And the EO is a lot about that. So once you kind of position yourself around that individual, you can think about what is the work, then what is the data that's sort of getting created and how does the work flow through the agency to help that individual accomplish what they've set out to do. And once you understand how the work and the data flow, you can then really ask yourself, is that the best approach? Are these workflows the ones we want for a digital government? Or are these the ones that have just evolved organically inside our agency over time? Or maybe evolved very rapidly during COVID because we had to invent some new approaches to serving people when we couldn't go into offices and interact as we normally did. So if you're going to rethink that because you want to be more digital, and you want to embrace these customer experiences, and you want to embrace human-centered design, you might have to change the way you're organized or the way the work flows, the way the data flows, the way people interact with the agency. And that can be a big deal. So you have to be prepared to make those comprehensive changes. Once you're able to do that, and you understand where the data is and how it moves and how it supports the work and the workflows, now you can be focused on that actual interaction. What's the customer experience like? What's that CX 
And so often the data that we're going to use to drive these programs are locked away in legacy systems or systems of record, things that those systems work and they don't necessarily have to be modernized or replaced. They work, but usually the user experiences aren't ideal or the data doesn't integrate very well. So that's where a platform like ServiceNow that can sit across a variety of legacy systems and the systems of record that can leverage that data via workflow to drive to an outcome becomes very important. And with a modern user experience, creating the opportunity to interact via mobile device, to do these same kinds of transactions, to do that securely, a tool like ServiceNow can be a real accelerator for an agency's digital transformation or a group of agencies, their digital transformation, because they might be dealing with the same customer, that same person during a very important moment, maybe where they're experiencing poverty and they need access to SNAP and they need access to Medicaid. They need access to unemployment insurance. And some of those programs might be at the federal level. Some might be at a state level, but think about a single place you can go, a single place to interact across a variety of programs. To build on Jonathan's point, we talk about technologies. There used to be a technology component for the mobile, technology component for the web interface, a technology component for the call center. Now you're seeing those things be part of platforms like ServiceNow and like others out there. And so what that does, it helps governments begin to really reduce the diversity of their technology environment because they're able to use these platforms more cross-functionally, more cross-agency-wise to be able to drive some of those experiences. In state government, we've had the opportunity to be that highest level of the website of the .gov for that state and be that web interface, be that mobile interface, that call center, and that integration layers with some of those legacy systems. So we're able to bring all those things together. And what that also does by having these platform technologies, you're able to look at your workforce differently. Before, when there was all these specialized applications, and I'm not talking about the program applications, I'm talking about the specialized technologies, then everyone had to be very focused in this technology and that technology. Now what you're doing is you're looking at a pool of resources that work across a common platform, whether it's unemployment insurance or whether it's SNAP and TANF, whether it's natural resources, whatever it may be, you're able to use platform tool sets platform applications and have a common experience. So you're able to look at your resources differently and how you optimize those. How can a national digital strategy help to improve service delivery to all Americans? I think a national digital strategy, for one, we're gonna have consistency. We're gonna start to develop more standards. Every state's still gonna have their own nuance and how they do things. But as we look at some consistency that we're trying to drive, how the states interact with the federal government, how the federal government has visibility, where they need visibility to what is going on. It's going to drive more consistency. ServiceNow has 42 states that are customers and states don't compete with each other. They're looking at how to do things the best that they can to serve their citizens. And so they're interacting. I see this national digital strategy, no different. They're trying to look at how can we do the things best we can to serve our citizens and have some continuity with what other states are doing and try to drive those experiences. But the other thing that that does, it's gonna give us that transparency, it's gonna give us that visibility, and I think important components is it's also gonna drive more protection. We've seen a lot of fraud, waste, and abuse in the unemployment, and even in my days in the human services space with the SNAP and TANF, you know, there are bad actors out there trying to take advantage of these social programs, which hurts everybody. And so as we drive some consistency across this digital strategy, we're gonna be able to protect 
the individuals, their information, their data, and also provide a better experience. That's the kind of continuity. That's the kind of government we should be looking at doing and how we best serve our citizens. That's a great explanation, Chris. And I think the core of what you described to me is the idea that we can treat the public as a customer of the whole government, not a single agency or a single program. But you are the same person if you're interacting at the state level or the federal level. The programs that you participate in, the taxes you pay, the student loans you have, or farm loans you have, whatever it is, there is one place you can go to get that. Now, to me, that is the beginning of a great customer service experience and something that can build trust. And I think it really kind of, from a government perspective, it supports a sort of a virtual realignment. So we're constructing services and organizing services in meaningful ways for the public, not in a way that's meaningful to my agency. We're rethinking how we should connect things and present them because it's all virtual. I can move those blocks around very easily. And now it's quite easy for me as someone who needs something, maybe I'm starting a business or maybe I'm a veteran leaving service or I'm having any kind of moment in my life where I need help with the government. I know where to go. And as we talk about experiences and we utilize technologies, the platform technology we talked about or the automation technologies Chris alluded to, your interactions with government are going to be streamlined and they're going to be good experiences. And those things will build trust. They will build on each other. And over time, it changes the way we think about government, especially when we can use the data very effectively to help you navigate programs or suggest programs, or we can use the data to increase program integrity. Last week, we just went live with another state on, like I said, at that top level.gov. And in talking to the CTO of that state, he said, I now have more visibility, easier visibility than I've ever had before about what my citizens are searching for. And what that does is as they look at those trends, as they look at that data of what citizens are looking for, it helps them build a roadmap. It helps them prioritize what digital services are they going to do next? Because they're going to take what citizens are looking for and how do we make those experiences better? How do we make those experiences digital to drive what they need? And then it frees up the next level of resources to do the next one and the next one. So we're looking at that priority-based work, that citizen experience, and really driving a better experience based on those insights and data like they've never had before. Jonathan, you used the word earlier, friction, and that's a frictionless experience. And I think that we all have those in our personal lives, and we want those to be part of how we interact with government as well. Jonathan, as we wrap up, anything that I didn't ask that we didn't get a chance to talk to as agencies are taking the guidance and also is certainly a trickle-down investment from federal to state and local governments, is there anything that people need to keep in mind as they continue on this journey? If anyone's interested, and I think they look at performance.gov, that lists out the progress agencies are making, the customer experience executive order, the president's management agenda, you can read about the high impact service providers in the federal government, agencies like the Department of Agriculture or Health and Human Services or Patent and Trademark Office, so on and so forth. There's lots of these out there. There's 35 of them that have been identified that have key services that are provided to Americans. And we want to be focused on the customer experience for these processes and how those processes can become streamlined. So I think when you think about those service providers and the role they play in our lives, we focus on these things, we can make a big difference 
quickly. And those programs, those agencies run all sort of bleed into the state and local government programs that Chris was describing. So it's all one very large connection. And if you're somebody that is using a government program, I don't think that you're thinking, well, that's a federal program and this is a state program and that's a local program. You think about the government and your experience with government. So it's more than just the federal government or state government or local government. It's all government. And we want to make government the best that it can be. And we want to make it work well for public sector employees and all the people that they serve. Those people deserve great experiences when they need government, which should be as simple as interacting with our most favored private sector business. It's not a consistent experience today when you interact in government. It can be very disconnected. So I think we're well poised to approach this from customer's perspective. They would call it a national digital strategy. You call it something else. We have the data that can help us create those great experiences. We've done a lot of really important investing in IT modernization and digital transformation. We have programs and organizations in place at the federal level that are ready to go. We have technologies like ServiceNow that are already helping and ready to do more. So I think it's time to go. And we are in an excellent position to make a real change and impact the way people think about their government. Well, that's all the time that we have today. Thank you all for joining me. And thank you to our listeners of the Transforming Government Experience podcast. Be sure to check out other episodes for more insight into how agencies can set up government for tomorrow.